I don't know. Wait, can you curse? Yeah. Oh. Some like, people are like weird about wait, that. Wait, really? There's people that you yeah. can't curse? I uh-huh. guess like like live radio maybe would be yeah, that. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's true honestly, but I have to like watch it out and then sometimes I like uh, I'll like rewatch things and I notice that it gets like bleeped out and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, I feel so bad." So that's I always have fine. to ask, but um I haven't done many podcasts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do like Zach saying. Mm-hmm. I um, watched your Zach saying one. It's great. Yeah. He's great. I did call her daddy too. We did call her daddy? I did call her daddy. I didn't see that one. It was crazy episode. Um, and I was just like really anxious about it just because like it's like a pretty. Uh, it's, yeah. It's like, is it sex a, oriented? Like at the end? It wasn't like that much for me. Mm-hmm. But again, like I'm not really like a sexual person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she, it was like really like mental health based. And mm-hmm. I feel like she really like turned around like the whole um, theme of the podcast yeah. for me. And it, it was just really nice. Yeah. Well, Caller Daddy yeah. completely shifted. Like it, like I remember Caller Daddy was actually the very first podcast I ever listened to at all. Like I, before I listened to podcasts and it was yeah. through two girls and now it's like a full now she's like Diane Sawyer. No, it's it's like yeah, a completely different it's a thing. Full thing. She's yeah. a full production, and I was just like, "Whoa, it yeah. was serious, but it was so good." She's really great at like talking. No, she is. Well, mm-hmm. she has she has good um, research. Like whoever prepares her questions, but maybe oh, she does. Yeah, like I don't want to take that away. Alex is great. Uh-huh. Alex is super cool. Yeah. Um, well, this is Nessa Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> Nessa <laughs> is a singer, and I guess TikToker. Would you say TikToker? You're like. I don't know. I don't even have social media on my phone. So okay. probably not. Do you not post? Uh, I do post. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything, my breeze like right here. <laughs> do you post for her? Yeah, everything. Okay. Um, and I have control over all that stuff because it's like the only way I can like interact with my fans if yeah. I'm not touring. Um, but, and I also have like creative control issues. Mm-hmm. In what uh, sense? Uh, I just like, when it comes to like my Instagram uh, I have like a whole. Uh, I'm very OCD, and I have like a whole app. Oh my god, feed preview feed, where yeah, yeah, I do that too. And so I have to like make sure like my whole theme and my feed looks good, um, like even like down to like the captions. Mm-hmm. Like it's like no, I, that's I don't want normal, yeah, I and like. I don't want people to like think that it's like not me and mm-hmm. like not my brand. So I have to like keep up with that in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just like liking aesthetics. Like that would drive me insane if mm-hmm. my feed was like off in any way. Because you have to look at that every day. No, like, yeah, and like, oh, it almost kills me sometimes because uh, we just dropped like a tour diaries uh, trailer for mm-hmm. like this docu series that we've been filming. I'm so excited about, but um, we we posted it and there was like a border. Mm-hmm. on oh it my God. and I got so <laughs> mad and I was like delete it delete it like yeah. repost it and um I feel like I, sometimes I stress people out a little bit mm-hmm. and I feel really awful but yeah so how do you see that like did you just check did you want it to make sure well, like she sends me like the links okay. to make sure it's all good yeah. and I opened up the link and I was like oh my god yeah yeah uh-huh. no, I would do the same thing yeah like seriously I've deleted yeah. I've posted and deleted <laughs> so much that I don't care yeah. It's, like, important, really. I feel like most girls have the feed it's preview. It's so thing. important. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I need everything to be perfect. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm not, like, fully, like, I, I decide and I tell them what to post. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not the one that's, like, curating it and, like, yeah. posting it. And so, in that sense, I don't really have control to, like, go and, like, delete it. Yeah. And, like, edit things and fix it. But maybe that's a blessing, honestly. It, yeah. Because it's like, that's it probably takes, why you deleted social media mm-hmm. in a sense was just like the fixation stuff. Yeah. How long yeah. has it been off your phone? Ooh. Um, what would you say? Like three or four 
yeah three or four months now Damn. um it i was doing uh i was heavily like getting into a point in my life where i was really trying to like work on my mental health mm-hmm. and like my lifestyle and like just be a better person for myself and um i realized that me being on social media was not something that was healthy for me mm-hmm. and um I like scroll endlessly and like comments and I go on like deep dives because I'm so worried about what people are saying about me and um, anything like that. And so I would just read hate comments all the time and I realized that it was just like depleting my my mental health and like my self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And I was about to go on tour and I was like, you know what, like I'm, I can't afford to be on tour and performing every night and seeing comments or videos that are going to upset me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when it was life changing, yeah. honestly. No, I I bet it is. Mm-hmm. Do you, so have you seen like any of your like tour videos, or you haven't seen any of that? Yeah, I okay. mean like uh, Bree shows me on the phone. I think it's exciting. No, it um, is. And I only get showed like the good things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean some of them are like it's really cool to just watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like what kind of um aspects of like deleting social media like what has like helped you think I've, I've taken breaks and um mm. I feel like I like I feel like I'm on drugs sometimes when I literally don't have like social media addiction. on my phone yeah. yeah yeah it's it's really crazy but um what you have to once I got to a certain point I was like I don't need this you realize like how much of it like none of that stuff matters it's like a virtual world it's a virtual like world and you get lost in it and like I was just like living like my life like and like seeing what's in front of me and the people that are around me and I don't care what anyone else is doing Mm -hmm. I'm not comparing myself or like anything like that and you just realize that like all that stuff is just like so fake yeah and it doesn't mean anything Mm -hmm. and so I think it was a really crazy like perspective uh, shift for me yeah personally so do you post this is like a random question but I'm curious so do you post like any TikToks or, or that kind of stuff like anything like that mm-hmm. um so I think I have a, a creative team and Brie I mean she <laughs> she does all my shit yeah. she kills it um but yeah uh usually uh, when uh I am doing like my rollout plan for like a mm-hmm. release and so we were coming out with a song uh, in like two weeks uh, and so I've, you know, had to make some stupid videos to just mm-hmm. like promote it in a way. And, uh, they try to come up with like cool BTS videos and like, uh, any other like concepts. Yeah. Mm. I'm, how has it been not having TikTok? I <laughs> don't, I go one. to bed early. That's yeah. like the biggest thing. The I go one. to bed early mm-hmm. and I don't like, yeah. Cause I would like get lost in it yeah. and watch videos for hours and then I look at my phone and it's like 4 a.m. and I'm like (laughs) where did the time go Mm -hmm. um sometimes like when I'm like getting ready for like shoots or stuff like that and I have like you know my hairstylist like doing things and I just have to sit there I'm like what do I do on my phone Mm -hmm. I think I've watched every YouTube video I possibly could um but TikTok is such like a fast like pace like like social media platform yeah. where you could just like watch anything and you're you're just like flipping to see videos that you'll like mm-hmm. you know and it's just crazy yeah. it's impossible not to like like that's the whole thing like if you're even if you're 80 years old like mm-hmm. you'll find your thing it's, if you yeah. go on it enough I'm like there's there's so 
yeah there's a lot of funny videos and i think it's so funny i every time uh like my tour group chat or like brie will like find videos Mm -hmm. like and they send them in the group chat like mine shows up as a link and so i see it on like safari yeah but um yeah having other people show me funny tiktoks is great and then i just don't have the addiction anymore so i don't have to worry about that but yeah what do you watch on youtube Ooh, i actually i I've been getting into a lot of... I love watching people eat. Like, this sounds so Like mukbangs? Like, not like... Kind of like mukbangs. I like watching people cook. Um, I have, like, a weird, like, hyperfixation on food itself. No, yeah, I feel that. Um, uh, I like watching, like, conspiracy theories and murder mystery stuff, ghost hunting. Um, I honestly have probably watched every... Everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like I'm not, like, picky anymore. Um, but I think like documentary stuff and there's this like really cool, um, YouTube series that I found, uh, I forget what channel it was on, but it was like a psychic, like kids Mm -hmm. and it was like, it was like really crazy. Like, yeah, like they had like crazy powers and they were Mm -hmm. like using these kids to like work on like, uh, like, uh, like murder cases Mm -hmm. and like all this stuff and it was wild yeah do you believe in that stuff like psychics and 100%. mediums i like i'm so on the fence i feel like i believe in mediums but not yeah. psychics the reason <laughs> the reason. reason i i i'm a very like intense spiritual person mm-hmm. and i feel like i've weirdly developed like some like things that like people would say are like psychic mm-hmm. but like that's why like if i didn't like have things like that mm-hmm. then i would be on the fence about it too because it is yeah. very skeptical and like all that stuff but i think that it's real in the sense as like i mean if you think about it like we all come from like the universe mm-hmm. and like it's a part of like our soul and so if we have the universe like inside of like all of us and like we do things like mirror each other we take mm-hmm. certain like paths and like do certain decisions because we know like we're like we're destined to be you know at mm-hmm. the end of it and so i feel like some people are very in tune in that yeah. uh realm to the point where uh they you know they can like sense things or know things i used to get like wild like vivid like visions randomly as a kid mm-hmm. and i thought it was normal and mm-hmm. i couldn't really make sense of it and um my, like at the time like i would see myself like performing on a stage in mm-hmm. front of a bunch of people at the time like i was very into singing but like I that wasn't possible from like where I was and I also would be like six and like you know like Mm -hmm. super fucking young um and then there was a moment on tour where I was on stage and it shot me back to that like time when I was a kid and I was like this is like crazy Mm -hmm. you know um yeah like I also have like really vivid dreams and a lot of my dreams end up coming true and Mm -hmm. It's, like, really fucking scary sometimes. And I am able to do this thing, like, in poker. It's, like, really weird. Um, But I used to be able to, like, before, like, when the cards are dealt and, like, they're, like, flipped over, uh, my friends would have me, like, write on, like, a piece of paper, Mm -hmm. like, any, like, number or, like, suits that come into my head. And I would, like, they would flip them over. Mm -hmm. And I'd be able to guess them all. And it's really... It's really weird. Have you ever seen Ghostbusters? <laughs> they have a scene in Ghost. You know Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. They have a scene in Ghostbusters like that where it's like they really? like have the person like answer the card and then flip it. Yeah, and then it get like electric shock. That's what I, I haven't thought seen of. that in so fucking long. Do you ever <laughs> lucid dream? All the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. It's it's really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I also struggle with remembering a lot. Yeah. Of my dreams. 
Um, I also have like really, really bad like ADHD. So I don't even remember like what I did like yesterday. Yeah. But <laughs> when you say you have like intense, like you're like intensely spiritual. Like what do you mean specifically? I I don't know how to explain it, but I've always been very. I felt spiritually guided and protected growing up. Um, and even though like I had like a really rough childhood and I struggled a lot with mental health, I always had this like, I knew that everything was going to be okay, you know, mm-hmm. um, like deep inside of me. And then I, I was a fucking different person, like literally up until like three months ago. Mm-hmm. And I think I've just, like, I've started to really work on myself and do things like Reiki and sound baths. Mm-hmm. And I work with um, a hypnotherapist that's absolutely amazing. And she's also, like, a, like she is, like, a spiritual, like, mentor and, like, life coach as mm-hmm. well. And she's really, like, gotten me to, like, fully get into that side and connect with that part of myself. And, um, yeah, I just feel like I'm just really in tune and my perspective on life I feel like is so different now Mm -hmm. you know um I don't really care about the little things anymore and um just even down to like how I treat people Mm -hmm. um I used to be like everyone has like a big ego part of them and like you know and they a lot of people even myself like I used to be like very selfish and I didn't even think about it Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I feel like uh, I've really, like, worked on that part of myself. And it's, like, fully disappeared to the point where I just, like, care about, like, life itself mm-hmm. and, like, the people around me and how to, like, better everything. Yeah. Do you feel like it was, like, an ego death kind of? It's kind oh, of- 100%. 100%. Um, I did a lot of, like, sh- uh, like inner child, like, shadow work. Yeah. And um, I think, yeah, I just, like, randomly the tour was like really life-changing for me in that sense Mm -hmm. my perspective I had like a shift of like reality Mm -hmm. and um it's it's honestly been like really eye-opening and like great Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what was your like belief system passed on to you as a kid like what was it like how did it start um if there was one no yeah religiously I struggled um a bit growing up because uh, I would you know I go to like Latin church and uh, my family's Hispanic and so uh, they uh, are Catholic and it's like very heavy and so I was very turned away by the whole religious thing um, because it was a little bit too intense uh, I when I was struggling with uh, mental health at a very young age um, a few of my family members thought that you know I was possessed by the devil or I had some sort of like demon and like that sort of sense and I felt like there was a really strong ignorance uh in that you know type of like religious belief Mm -hmm. to you know people actually struggling Mm -hmm. um and that turned me off and I would get scared growing up like going to church because like I would have family members that would like get possessed by the Holy Ghost and start speaking tongues and like they would spaz and then collapse on the floor and then the priest would literally cover them with a blanket and like do some like weird thing and I couldn't understand that Mm -hmm. and it was very intense for me um and then yeah but I turned me away I think I became like an atheist for a while and I was like and I also was struggling and I was like I don't believe in anything because like like 
life sucks, you know, and like <laughs> yeah. bad shit happens to everyone mm-hmm. when like they don't deserve it. Yeah. Um, but then I think uh, there's really big difference in being like religious and having faith, mm-hmm. you know, because like, yeah. I don't I've read the Bible and like, I've studied it. Um, I think it makes sense, but I don't think that like I think that it, it has to be way easier than like like actually like following things you know like mm-hmm. there's a bunch of rules and I don't think that that's fair because yeah. we're all human and I think it's all about like your personal connection with that you know yeah. sort of stuff and like you deep down being a good person having a good heart yeah. you know and I think as long as you just believe mm-hmm. then it's like that simple and you talk to him but yeah I was yeah. very turned away by the religious thing and honestly I think that it's still you know everyone can believe in like whatever and like everyone has their god but i think like it's the same god in Mm -hmm. a sense you know um and i don't even know like what god i'm talking to but i know that there's like something yeah um and so like i don't really like hate on anyone's religion because like you don't really know what it is but i think that's um, when it comes to like christianity and catholic itself uh just from my personal experience i've realized that very controlling and Mm -hmm. intense when i don't think it should be yeah well you would think like if god like i don't i don't know like what my belief system is to be honest like i don't know if i believe in god we weren't brought up religious but like if there is one like which is there's maybe there is like i would Uh believe he's sophisticated enough to to know like the human condition like maybe not everyone's gonna get like baptized for instance and maybe and i agree with you i think if Uh all religions are going to the same god i do believe you know like it it has to i think people make it like way harder and confusing Mm -hmm. than it should be yeah you just have to believe and like have faith yeah. In something. And that, like, you know, God, it's like higher power, the universe, like yeah. whatever it is. Um, and I feel like everyone has, every religion has that in its core. What years, like, were you kind of nihilistic between, like, where you just didn't believe in anything? Uh, I think it was, I would say, like, 20, 2017 through 20, 2021. Was like the your family members thinking you're possessed? Was that like the catalyst to that, or like how what kind of um, pushed that? That kind of turned me away from it, but I also n- believed that they were just wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and they had it all confused back then. Um, I think when I really fell deep inside like my mental health issues, mm-hmm. and I was just going through like like trauma after trauma mm-hmm. after trauma. And I didn't understand why, you know, uh, because I, I've always tried to be a good person. I felt like I had a really good heart and it just seemed so unfair. And that's mm-hmm. the moment where I was like, if there is a God mm-hmm. out there, like it just didn't make sense. Yeah. You know, um, but then later on, I realized that that all made me to who I am today, you know, mm-hmm. and it was all meant for a reason. When you say you don't have to answer, I know that you're, mm-hmm. like, very, like, open, but you, like, don't have to answer anything that mm-hmm. I ask if you don't want to. Um, but when you say, like, you had, like, a, like, it was, like, a tough childhood, what do you mean, like, specifically? I'm just um, curious. Yeah. Uh, I love my parents and my family so deeply. But I also was first child and no one comes with a handbook mm-hmm. on how to raise a kid. And um, I also know I've learned to accept 
a lot of the things that happened and uh, I felt really targeted, but I think now I've tried, I know that like how people treat you is a reflection on how they feel Mm -hmm. deep inside. And I think that my parents were really struggling, you know, like any human does. And they dealt with mental health too. And, um, you know, uh, they were just very human. And um, I I had times where I felt like I, you know, I couldn't do anything right in Mm -hmm. my family. Um, Yeah, I just dealt with, like, a lot of trauma. Like, um, yeah. And it really stemmed a lot of my mental health issues. But I think, um, yeah, I feel like I just can't really, like, detail Mm -hmm. it or talk about it because um, I've forgiven them. I love them so much. So I feel like it's just hard. But Mm -hmm. um, I've also kind of, like, learned how to, like, detach myself from, like, all of that that like happened mm-hmm. um what do you mean by detach so i do hypnotherapy and uh i go into like hypnosis and she works through with my trauma through my subconscious mm-hmm. which has been life-changing and your subconscious is the with like that's what holds yeah. all of your trauma most and honestly it holds things that we don't even remember and that mm-hmm. we've like blocked out you know because mm-hmm. it's too much and she um, has dug really deep into mine. And she's, we would start from like, you know, something that I struggle with today. And she would pinpoint a specific memory, like as a child that like triggered, you know, how I think today and like why I feel the way that I do. And she does this thing, like we do this thing called reprogramming. And we'll find like these certain uh, significant moments in my childhood that did like a whole um, chain reaction mm-hmm. effect in my life. And she would reprogram them differently, you know. And so say there was a certain situation where I got really yelled at and I felt like I was really unloved by my parents. She would reprogram it in my subconscious as them holding me and telling me how much they love me mm-hmm. and it got to a point where when I I remember those you know the I remember my trauma and I remember the specific things and moments of my life that happened but I don't I'm like I'm not attached to the feeling mm-hmm. that it made me feel anymore um because like in my subconscious now I feel it as a light moment Mm -hmm. uh, because she was able to reprogram it and honestly I didn't even know that that was a thing seriously I'm just like what the fuck no it was I was really like what yeah like what the hell yeah like I had no idea that it was possible and I'm very skeptical about a lot of things I'm like I and and I was like I'm really fucked up like Mm -hmm. is this like really gonna work Mm -hmm. like this is like yeah it's like really traumatic things that like but it did mm-hmm. and I'm like it's it's really weird yeah um I've uh for tour even like I've finally been able to talk to my family that I haven't for like years mm-hmm. um like it like a distant family or immediate family like immediate family mm-hmm. I've talked to 
for years. How long didn't you talk to them? Uh, I ran away when I was 17 okay. to come out here. Okay. So Shut the fuck up. You ran away? Yep. I got That's so badass. I love that. <laughs> I was like 17 mm-hmm. and um, it was like 1 a.m. And I bought a plane ticket for 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Fly acro- like across the country uh, to L.A. alone. Had no idea what my plan was. Had no idea. Were you still in high school? Like, were you still enrolled in school? Okay. Mm -hmm. So did you stop going? I graduated high school. Okay. um, Luckily. But, um, yeah, I just up and I left. And I think that was a really big, like, moment for me where I, Mm -hmm. like, uh, I've never really believed in myself to the point where I'm, like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I've always had, like, an urge to do things, but I didn't have, like, the confidence to, like, have the follow through. But I just did it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. And I, yeah, like that changed my life. And like, I wouldn't be here. I don't think if it wasn't for that. Yeah. And it's like that where like social media came in. Cause I know that's how you started. Like it, social media was, a, was before that. Okay. Um, yeah, I was in high school and I was just posting like a random teenager. Mm-hmm. Never wanted to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, that's just not who I am. Um, and I, I was just posting as any teenage girl would online. And it just happened to uh, some sort of like gave me a platform. And I just gained like in a very short amount of time, I gained some sort of like responsibility that I wasn't mm-hmm. used to. And also like uh, growing up, like I never I only wanted people to like me. Mm-hmm. I, I was I, I didn't get attention, you know. I didn't get praise like until I was not used to that, and it was like really crazy in the moment. Uh, but I took it and I ran with it because I was like, "This is my way out," you mm-hmm. know. I had no idea how I was gonna be able to go to college. I didn't want to go to college because I I can't learn in the traditional like school uh, structure at all. Um, I had like a lot of concussions that really messed me up mentally and Mm -hmm. my ADHD was like super bad and I didn't know how I was going to pay for anything. Um, I couldn't do sports anymore and I was, uh, I played academy soccer Um, and my, like that, I had to get a scholarship from soccer. That was the only way I would be able to do anything. And so, um, but when this happened, I was like, oh, this is my chance I always dreamt about moving to, mm-hmm. you know, Hollywood and uh, being in the entertainment business. I wanted to be a singer. I didn't know how that was going to happen. I'm like a yeah. random, like, girl from New Jersey, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that no one really liked <laughs> at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, when this happened, I was like, this is my way of getting out of my town and, like, making it out and uh, getting in front of people mm-hmm. and finding connections in order to get in the music industry. Um, yeah. How many siblings do you have? I have a younger brother. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh my God, now I have a younger half brother. I think that's like not even one yet. Are your parents divorced? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Who remarried? Yeah. Like they weren't even, yeah, they weren't even married. No, who remarried? Like of your parents? Like oh. who had, who's had the, oh, the my step-kid. dad. Okay. My dad. I don't think he's even married either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents are like weird in that sense. Um, did you stop talking to your brother in that move as well? Um, 
I always had a soft spot for my brother Julian um, and my mom Mm -hmm. because she's my mom, you know, no matter what, no matter like what's happened, like she's my mom. And um, yeah, so I've always had a soft spot. My dad, no communication with Mm -hmm. whatsoever. None of my step siblings, like not my stepmom, my grandparents, like a lot of my family I cut off. That was the only family that I had some sort of communication with was my mom Mm -hmm. um and my brother but it was like like i wasn't like a daily thing sometimes not even a monthly thing Mm -hmm. um it's changed now uh like yeah do you talk to your dad now Mm -hmm. damn yeah which like i'm telling you like hypnotherapy works (laughs) no that's (laughs) great so that was seven 2017 till this year so six years okay was it? No, it was, um, when did I move out here? 2017 was, 2020 I moved out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it was like, yeah, three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, maybe even four, because when I was back home, I didn't really, uh, but like absolutely no contact. Yeah. It was, for was it the kind of like cutoff where you like didn't think about them or did you think about them? I think I just had a lot of resentment mm-hmm. and confusion. And I didn't understand a lot of things. And, um, yeah, and, like, coming out here and, like, even seeing some my friends at the time that had, like, their family out here. Like, this whole thing was Mm -hmm. really hard for me to go through by myself. Yeah. You know? Um, And so I think it was more of just, like, I wish that it was different. But now, luckily, it is. And it makes me so happy. Mm -hmm. You know, I finally feel like I have family yeah um a family that i always wanted so it's like really comforting yeah damn and that's all hypnotherapy like that's what's Uh like chain reaction to you like reaching out to them yeah you just have to do a lot of like inner self work Mm -hmm. you know um and i worked on myself for a year like very severely and you have your ups and downs you have moments where like you want to you don't want help anymore and like all this stuff but um, yeah, for tour, I was like, I have to get my shit together, mm-hmm. you, yeah. you know, to be able yeah. to do this because I was always like, this tour is going to make or break me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know if I was like mentally ready, prepared for it, or, um, I couldn't afford to have as many episodes and mental health, like the mental health struggle that I dealt with prior to tour on tour. If I have to perform every night and I have to meet my fans and, you know, I have to show up every day. Like, that's the big thing. You know, I have to show up yeah. and I have to be my best self. And obviously it was hard, but it was so much easier uh, because I put in the work, you know. Yeah. When you say episodes, like, what do you mean specifically? Like, were there things that trigger it? Like mm-hmm. these? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I have borderline personality disorder mm-hmm. i also struggle struggle really bad with um like ocd and anxiety and um uh an eating disorder and they all just kind of mush into one when either one of those get triggered yeah and then it kind of becomes an explosion um internally and then it gets so bad where it, like it you know mm-hmm. uh I start, you know, to be very self-destructive and to almost, like, ruin 
my life in that moment and I freak out and I I don't um when I get in these episodes I don't I can't process that there's any other mm-hmm. feeling or emotion other than what I'm feeling then. yeah and it's just so like deep mm-hmm. and like intense um but like I couldn't even tell you the last time I've gotten an episode which is insane That's I used cool. to get like them daily I would be lucky if I went a day without them. Sometimes I would have multiple yeah. in a day because I was already so sensitive. Um, but, yeah. How long have you known you had BPD? Uh, I was in therapy since I was, like, six. Mm-hmm. But BPD and uh, a lot of those disorders, you can't diagnose them until, like, you're 18. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was actually misdiagnosed uh, when I was 17 with... Uh, bipolar disorder i feel like everyone starts getting misdiagnosed as something first it's yeah Mm -hmm. like it's the whole yeah and it's it's always bipolar for some reason common because i think that like a lot of a lot of the people that are making the diagnosis are just picking the one that's easy and common yeah yeah you know when they don't like this checks out (laughs) and they don't really do like they don't dig enough to do the research Mm -hmm. and you know actually find like deeper things that would make more sense but i was like yeah sure Mm -hmm. i started doing research and i was like is it me Mm -hmm. you know it it had yeah i didn't it wasn't me at all which that was like a really hard moment in my life because i was like am i crazy Mm -hmm. if like i you know the only thing that they say that i could have is this but i don't feel like that you know i don't have those symptoms it was I was like different and it was really weird but um I got a lot of clarity when I got I got re-diagnosed again because I I went to a different person I got a whole psych eval and Mm -hmm. um went through that whole process and uh yeah I got diagnosed with uh borderline personality disorder and it made sense and when I talked to my mom she was like I knew you had it (laughs) the whole time like even even, yeah even before even before I like I came out here like she was like I I always like figured you know yeah. you had that um and it made so much sense but it's really crazy and I I tell Brie this um I don't even think I have it anymore mm-hmm. like I think that I have like certain traits but I think that I have done so much self work and the way that I view life is so different that I don't deal with it daily and it's not a part of me anymore which I think is like the best thing that's happened to me yeah. Mm-hmm. You, it could have been because like BPD it's like they say like in their like women in their like 40s or whatever it kind of mellows out like yeah. you're, if you're in a uh, stable like if relationship ha- if you yeah. like do the work yeah you know um I also like I, I haven't been in a relationship recently so maybe that's it because mm-hmm. I know relationships are so triggering it's I mean it could be the opposite too it could be like st- complete stability or it could be that is triggering. true that is true but like yeah I don't know it was so crippling and like they say it's like a chronic illness like it's BPD yeah well if you feel like you don't have it now like in my head I'm like in in a good sense like maybe you didn't have it maybe you were just like yeah. a tra- like a traumatized kid no, yeah. like uh-huh. just dealing I feel with like it I, I for sure I feel like I for sure have it and mm-hmm. I probably still do and if I hit rock bottom <laughs> again or have come up with a traumatic moment Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm very self-aware now which aids me but I feel like and sometimes you know I see like random 
hints of it coming out mm-hmm. if I get frustrated with things I also take meds mm-hmm. <laughs> um that helped me um but I feel like it's I, I, not in a sense that I don't have it I think it's in a sense under control kind of it's thing. it's under control right yeah. now or it's somewhat lying dormant yeah you know <laughs> well, that's that's fair honestly <laughs> yeah that's interesting I have a couple friends with BPD um, mm-hmm. and it, it looks different on everyone it's yeah it's so yeah mm-hmm. because it's all it's not like a chemical yeah. thing it's all trauma based yeah you know and everyone has and like, genetic a little bit mm-hmm. right yeah and mm-hmm. everyone has like their own um you know things that come with it um yeah and it like ranges from like severity too and uh everyone has different triggers it looks so different on anyone mm-hmm. which i think that's why it's so hard to diagnose yeah considering like the fact like you you're so open like talking about mental health and stuff like is it does this help like like expressing yourself like mm-hmm. do you think is that like why this because you're very good at it some people like can't talk about it yeah you know? i have to um i have to be real mm-hmm. um because if i'm not vocal about how i'm feeling i feel trapped mm-hmm. inside and i think a big part of it is that i just want to be the person that I wish I had when I was younger mm-hmm. and when I was struggling and I just want to help people sounds like so like cliche but it's like <laughs> I really just yeah. like I care yeah. you know and like what am I doing if I have like this platform and I can reach a pretty big audience if I'm not doing it for good and I'm not being myself mm-hmm. I think like if you're authentic and you stay true to yourself and you know all of that stuff then I feel like it can really take you a long way you know Mm -hmm. and I won't have to like get lost in it um, yeah because I feel like that'd be very damaging for me um it's also healing for myself personally too which um I I love because I get to make music that I make as therapy yeah you know um it just makes my life so much easier and I feel like I can really help yeah. a lot of people while helping myself. When I first saw you, like I like saw you on TikTok, so I didn't like know like you made music or anything. And there's so yeah. many like TikTokers that like put out music like this and that. Yeah. But I heard it was like I hope you're miserable until you de- like until you're dead song. And I remember <laughs> thinking no, like no joke. I was like, oh, this girl actually has like a passion for music because it's <laughs> yeah. a good song. And like I've heard yeah. so many TikTokers like make songs and they're just like not clearly not authentically into music like they they just put their name on something yeah or they're not like truly passionate about it or like they don't maybe have like the talent for it I don't know it's there's a combination of things that couldn't work out but I like it was a genuine like I listened I've literally like there was like a like a three day I like run songs to the ground and that was one (laughs) song that I literally loved for like three days straight and I like literally listened to it over and over I I love love that song so I was like she actually has like you can make a good song. Like, that's a real, Thank like, artist you. to me. Yeah, so I, I cool. mean, um, I was very heavily into poetry and songwriting growing up. Um, I didn't do well in, like, traditional therapy. Mm-hmm. And so that was, like, therapy for me. And it was very healing in that sense. And um, uh, my dad, uh, he's he produces he's a like rapper he's been he's doing, a rapper yeah he's like Shut you know in his, like could i could i search his music like, oh my I, god no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's um he's just very uh 
I honestly think that he has very genius aspects when mm-hmm. it comes to music. Yeah. And so I felt like I've, at a very young age, I was adept that ability. I mean, I like learned how to use like engineering softwares and I would like help him record when he's in the booth. And I grew up with the studio since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I was constantly introduced to music and I saw it being my dad's passion and it became my passion too and my mom as well she was very heavily educated on music itself she loved music I feel like music was such a big thing for my family Mm -hmm. you know and I grew up listening to everything under the sun like from the Eagles and the Beatles and um from like Amy Winehouse and and Prince and Lauryn Hill and Mm -hmm. like uh it it was just like you know I got like a very um deep connection and love for for that um and I also saw it as like what it was it was so real and I think that's why I have to make music that I make because it's real yeah and music is so real and I feel like um everyone has you know their own um career and like their own uh I guess way of making music in their own sound and Mm -hmm. you know whatever they want to talk about um and I feel like now in today's society I feel like we've lost a really important touch Mm -hmm. on like the realness of like music and um, what do you mean by realness just like beyond like the superficial Mm -hmm. things that like we can talk about you know about society like unfiltered is that what you mean yeah Mm -hmm. uh uh-huh I think that there's there's a lot of songs that are really good songs but I'm like I I miss when people are really talking about the real things that are going on in the world and in their life um because that's like when I that's the music that I like to listen to and Mm -hmm. that's music that means a lot to me because like I feel very connected to it Mm -hmm. and um yeah what do you mean specifically by that like which which songs or which music like do you respond to that you respect um i think you know old school like blues and jazz Mm -hmm. i have like a really big love for um and it's like it's very it's just filled with so much emotion Mm -hmm. um and i recently watched i've loved amy winehouse uh since i was like a baby and we recently watched the amy documentary and that's like that's the music that i miss like like she took her poetry in real life situations that she was going in at the time fully wrote her songs and came out of it and in Mm -hmm. that moment it was so real for her yeah you know and that's why like it hit so many people and the way that it did yeah um uh and you know so like yeah and even like I like fell away from making music that was authentic to me in my life and so um I've been I've been in sessions every day since I've gotten back from tour every single day um making a song a new one every day for like my new project and I will talk about you know whatever's going on in my life and if there's a certain lyric like I won't let anything that I don't relate to in that moment be a part of the song and be a part of my music now you know because I need it to be uh 
very vulnerable and like true to like who I am mm-hmm. um because that's also like the those are the songs that I'm going to like love forever. You know, yeah. and these songs are forever and I don't know which ones I'm going to have to play for the rest of my life on tour, you know, and perform. And if I, I've had songs that I feel like I don't really connect to and that um, you've put out. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I put out and it's, it, um, doesn't really feel right or as well as my other songs that I, you know, am really connected to. Uh, do when I like perform you know Mm. that's an interesting complex actually like not liking your own music after it's out and then having to still perform it yeah it's um it's a struggle be snorking over there (laughs) uh you could like veto I guess you could just be like I'm not no are they they the popular ones sometimes I can't (laughs) sometimes I really can't veto when I'm like I'm not performing this Mm-hmm. I'm not performing this. I think the one song that I got away with was my song Lottie Die that like I made with my ex and it's like What's it called? It's called Lottie Die. Lottie like, Lottie Die? Yeah. Okay. Lottie Die. And like that song like is is with like my ex boyfriend and so like I'm not gonna play it. Yeah. That's every fine. Night yeah. On tour. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, because it's just like weird. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like it's funny that you like love I Hope You're Miserable Until You're Dead because mm-hmm. I got to a point where it's like I don't have hate for anyone. Yeah. And I feel like that song is just like it's it's a really angsty song. It's a yeah. very like crazy song. And so like when I am not in like the place mm-hmm. in my <laughs> life that where I don't feel that way, it's hard for me to convey and like perform those lyrics. It's like violent. It's very like violent. violent. <laughs> yeah. It's very violent. And um, but it's also like yeah, because like we make it like the encore of my show, mm-hmm. which is fun because I finish my set list, I walk off stage, and I'm just on that like adrenaline rush where I'm already aggressive as yeah. is, and so I just go and I play. <laughs> I hope you're miserable too, yeah. dead. And so I feel like that's the only way that I'm able to like get do through it. that song. Yeah, and do that song. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're yeah. but you're because I listened to to some of your new album it's still pretty angsty like mm-hmm. it, the new album so yeah and, and still kind of violent as oh well. yeah and this is also why like I it's so weird how fast my life changes and my perspective mm-hmm. change and like my feelings towards everything <laughs> changed because like like month after that like album dropped I was like I'm different you know I'm different I'm a new person and like the music that I'm making now like I'm so excited for that to come out but I don't know how I'm gonna feel yeah like by the time it comes out um but I think it's it's also really fun because like I'm just maturing with my music Mm -hmm. and with my fans yeah you know um and I feel like you can hear that but like yeah I'm like a lot of my songs are just like my old ones are just like stupid and like aggressive and like mean and hateful yeah. <laughs> like I'm like who hurt you like, I love it though because you tap like because it's exactly what it is which is like the pain and like real angst of a girl at that time oh you know yeah I mean? so it's like uh-huh. frozen in time like that like what you tapped into no, so it yeah. stays there because it was it was real at the time I think it's cool and it's like I think when you're young too and like like feel so much towards a guy like you'll never like when you're like 16 17 18 like whatever like you'll yeah. never really feel that way ever again yeah exactly. and you can tell listening to that song yeah know? exactly what I and I do find those that there's some songs that I end up going back to 
when like as you know something will happen mm -hmm. later on in my life <laughs> anytime i feel like i have to cry i have i play my song too hot to cry mm -hmm. too <laughs> hot to cry <laughs> too hot to cry <laughs> and um yeah i just feel like I, yeah i don't know i you know there could be a moment where someone really fucks me over in the future and i i'm like oh my god i hope that they're miserable until yeah. you're dead you know i'm sure um, that song will relate to you at some point oh yeah i know life. it'll yeah. come back to me yeah. but in like this moment i'm it's um but yeah is there a drastic <laughs> genre change in like what you're writing now yeah like I what is it now? insane i feel like it's very uh it's like all peaceful like no it's very like jazzy i would say has a lot of like blues elements a little bit of like a western vibe mm -hmm. and it's still dark and it's still like my sound um like the lyrics yeah very theatrical i think that these are the most like visual songs that i've made everyone i'm like oh like this is so sync worthy you know i can already see it in like a movie um which i love and i feel like it's just like yeah and it's also fun too because i've learned how uh to like also like play i mean when i don't have anything to write about that's going mm -hmm. on in my life it's really fun to play a character mm -hmm. what do you mean like like to almost like write as if i'm someone else yeah i love doing that um or as if i'm like me in a certain point of my time um yeah because i have like some songs where i'm just like you know uh, very revengeful mm -hmm. but i feel like i do mean it yeah. and I mean, like you know like i've i <laughs> but i feel like like in but in my head like my my mindset is different than what the song portrays you know mm -hmm. um i like my mindset of like i feel like success is the best revenge and mm -hmm. like taking the high road and being um happy yeah. you know and like uh, at peace in your life i feel like is like the best way to like move on from a situation that's how i feel but these songs are like <laughs> sort of more more aggressive than that the new ones. Yeah. But, like, they're not, like, aggressive. I, I think that they're emotional. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Mm -hmm. um, but, they're passionate. Uh, yeah. Very, yeah, very passionate. That's, like, a perfect word. Um, and I also think I'm talking a lot more about real topics, like, in the world in general and um, the struggles that come with being a woman itself because mm -hmm. um, it's very uh, hard and almost heartbreaking at times. Mm -hmm. um but yeah what do you mean by that so we, it's funny you talk about that because me and my sister were talking about that right before you came really like just like like being because our friends like girl like i one of our friends girlfriends was at like in saint bart's and like saw like a room full of like pretty girls and then said to her boyfriend she's like i feel like i'm like the ugliest girl in this room yeah. and then we just kind of like branched off of that yeah it's, it's like the first time that it happened That's the most like that's I know exactly what that feels like. It's very destructive. I think that women are the ones that have to struggle the most and are affected the most by beauty standards yeah. in general. Um, I feel like even just like a day to day, like it's scary being a girl 
um, I can't even walk alone ever by mm-hmm. myself. I've had certain instances, like um, certain like uh, moments in my life where I felt threatened, you know, and I felt unsafe. And um, that's just not fair, you know, um, for us to have to think about safety and protection before anything else. And um, uh, even just like politically, mm-hmm. like the whole abortion thing beyond me mm-hmm. the fact that anyone like no one's controlling like you know like men's bodies mm-hmm. that's archaic it's crazy you know yeah but that's like i feel like we just get hit with the most like problems in society mm-hmm. um but and i also think it's because we're the most powerful you know mm-hmm. um which yeah i think that's really what i'm trying to convey in this like new music and yeah. genre like specifically like being a girl like being a woman yeah uh-huh and also kind of like regaining like our power back mm-hmm. i think is very important how so like like in in what terms do you mean by that we hold a different like so many different abilities we're so nurturing and mothering we're so beyond passionate mm-hmm. and i think the amount of drive that a female has when she really wants something is insanely incredible and i think that we they i know for me and i know it like for a lot of people like we from like the moment that like we're a kid very discouraged and feel you know like we don't have as much worth and that we can't really do a lot of things and even like culturally like for a lot of people it's like very hard to just be a girl mm-hmm. you know um and i i think that like if we kind of like you know i I'd honestly i like to think that it's only because we can do more than they want us to or that mm-hmm. you know um because i honestly feel like women would obviously take over the world mm-hmm. if like we got a chance but i feel like we're just <laughs> so like you know there's a lot of like s- suppression going on and like um just like society like struggles that are bullshit and like unfair and i think that a lot of people just forget sometimes everyone's human but i think that because we have to deal with the things that we do it makes us stronger yeah um maybe not physically like men but like we have a higher like pain tolerance i think than men do like physically, oh, yeah. physically and like emotionally. Tattoos. Like yeah. my, my guy friends are like, that didn't hurt. And I'm like, I don't even They're fucking feel like babies. It. Like trick kids because we can like endure childbirth. Like exactly. we actually have like a literal higher pain tolerance. Yeah. And it's like the fact that like our bodies are capable of mm-hmm. cre- literally creating an entire human being. Yeah. In no, it's crazy. It's, it's like magic. actually insane. Like sometimes I like really think about it and I'm like, that's it's really wild yeah. like what we can do and i just, you know i feel like we're just so powerful in that sense yeah um and i think it's just sad that like society like destroys our confidence yeah you and, know? and on the flip side to it though it's like kind of cool because like women were gifted and you're born with a purpose you know like men like aren't born they're kind of purposeless at first you have mm-hmm. to kind of get a purpose for yourself yeah. you have to pave that yourself women 
are born with the ability to give life. Like yeah. no one else can do that except for women. You're born like if you want, you have a purpose handed to you if you want it. Like that's crazy. Exactly. So that's that's cool in itself, and that's like part of like why I like being a girl. Honestly, it's like no, the fact yeah. that like I have purpose. Like if I want to like literally give life, like that's sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that we're really fucking great if you really dig into like your feminine side, you know, and like try to like wash away like the bullshit get that gets like thrown at us but it's just like sad that we have to deal with like slut shaming and like mm-hmm. beauty standards yeah. and like um all that stuff i think it's just like a little bit pathetic mm-hmm. and uh just unfair but, yeah. yeah i think we're on the trail to like not like even like i don't even know if that like exists but certainly like to diminish like like what's the word like stigma for shit like mm-hmm. the slut shaming stuff like i feel like in like 20 years like girls like being promiscuous or not like i feel like that's not gonna be a thing oh, almost yeah and it's like i i have my boobs out all the time mm-hmm. like fully like <laughs> yeah. you have my instagram you can see my nips mm-hmm. is that slutty no because it's like it's the human body i, and I, I feel I the same way and it's like i'm not gonna post like a sexual photo because like I'm not sexual myself Mm -hmm. you know um but it's like I just think like I I have the right to be confident and like I don't know why there's such a weird stigma yeah about like how much of our body that we show Mm -hmm. like you go to other parts of the world there's nude beaches and no one gives a fuck also like women like breastfeed in public like that's That's like it's the human body and like everyone has seen tits before yeah what is the big deal no i feel Um, you on the nipple bodies in general are just beautiful no matter what and i think it's so it's just a shame that like people feel the need to hide it or they think that it's disgusting Mm -hmm. and uh do people say that they say like shit like that oh i'm i'm sure that i've oh you're like weird comments yeah and rude comments about my posts but it's like the thing is like this is like goes back to like me being like strictly like who i am you know i'm authentic i'm real mm-hmm. if i don't care about my boobs then i don't care yeah. you know and um i really struggle with confidence when it comes to my body mm-hmm. and so me being able to do those things it's like a kind of like fake it till you make it type yeah. thing um and um it helps me and i also like think it's like encouraging Mm -hmm. for other women because we shouldn't be ashamed and we should learn how to love our bodies and um all that stuff and i think the first step is you know just to be able to to have the confidence and just want be willing to do what you want to do and Mm -hmm. to wear what you want to wear yeah and to not care yeah you know i think confidence lies like it's exact like definition at least in my eyes is like stopping caring what people think like that's actually it's just confidence Mm -hmm. but i feel you with the clothes like with um the nipple thing like i wear like so many things where my like nipples are out and then i have to think about it but i'm like for me i don't care yeah like to me it's like the outfit and like i don't want to have to put like a fucking bra under this like beautiful mesh top yeah just because it's not allowed exactly. but it's like not allowed it's like truly like it's like a forbidden thing or you're like a whore or something yeah and i'm, I'm like, like i don't no. care like this no. is great that's the thing is like they've like they've the people use certain like words and like terms like so like loosely they throw them everywhere and it's like like what you wear and what you look like and your confidence does not make you a whore mm-hmm. should not be slut chained for yeah. that like 
you know, at all. Um, I get called that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, little did you know. Like, yeah, I can't even, like, kiss anyone without no, freaking out. Yeah. But, like. That's, yeah. Yeah. People don't even know what, like, a whore is at this point. It's like, you don't know my business. You don't I fucking know. know anything. Like, you, yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you have the nerve to call anyone that you don't know a whore? It's just, like, <laughs> it's, like, unreal to yeah. me. Um they must be a whore. I no, I was literally <laughs> just thinking, like, they either have no sex at all. Oh, yeah. Or they're, like, the biggest whore. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's <laughs> like a lot of the guys. It's a lot of the guys that come at people because, like, they can't fool them. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm like, sucks to suck. Yeah. Is it guys mostly, do you think, that it make comments like that? I feel like it's yeah. also women, too. Women, too, honestly. But um, I just think everyone that's, like, leaving, it has, like, anyone that wants to go and leave any hate comment mm-hmm. or say anything hateful about another human being, I think that's just a reflection of their own insecurities. No, you it's, know? it's so sad, truly. It's really like, sad. Yeah. And, like, I've honestly learned recently that, like, when I have hateful encounters with other people, I've caught myself, like, feeling bad for them mm-hmm. and, like, hoping totally. that, like, they... find peace find peace you know and i'm like you know i like wish them like so much love yeah because that's really like what they need totally you know um but it it is like it's not like it's just it's stupid and like i get it but it's just like it's uh, annoying that people have to bring other people down because of their own problems yeah you know people that are just so innocent and have nothing to do with anything like you don't even know this person like yeah you know they're just randomly commenting like things that are just like whoa yeah for what and, and not even like and in you're your worse daily than life. me like you're worse than me because you're doing this like it's just so fucked up exactly yeah, yeah. and I, it, it doesn't make sense with me but i know that everyone it was like the Haley bieber shit i was like come on you guys are worse than Haley bieber at this point yeah like, seriously, just, though. I'm like, like you guys are bullying never, her bad. It's never fair. And I don't, like, if people could do, okay, there's there's obviously a level of things that people can do. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's never fair for even just, like, catty, like, catty, like, girl drama. If it's hateful or not, you know. And, like, I don't, like, I don't stand for that. And, like, I know people don't stand for that. But it's, like, is it really worth making this woman feel miserable and dragging Mm -hmm. her down to the point where, like, she probably feels like she has to die? Like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, I think it's, like, disgusting. And it's it's so, like, intense, Mm -hmm. you know? And I can't even, like, imagine, like, millions of people just attacking you yeah nonstop. Mm-hmm. um and i just think it's it's sad because like like two wrongs don't make a right you know yeah and uh like you said like they're not any better yeah um if they're you know bullying by bullying, bullying. like it makes no yeah. sense like, i'm like do you remember what, like cyber bullying was like like it like people that like cyber bully people and like you know um before like instagram like when it was like facebook you're talking about right yeah like it was like almost illegal if like something happened to that person yeah like it's like so it was it's like it's a rule like you don't do that you know it's like it's just a a common sense thing yeah you know it's like out of like being like polite and like you know a good person cyberbullying is so and bullying itself Mm -hmm. you know 
like sharing and spreading any hate towards anyone, you know, I think is so unfair and disgusting and like so ugly because you don't know what anyone is going through in their life. Yeah. And you don't know what moment and what word and what tiny like incident is going to trigger someone to like their yeah. wit's end. Yeah. You know? Something I always think about too, like what I think people forget is like most people, like not everyone, but most people are like decent people. Truly. Like that's like, and mm-hmm. people just forget that and just want to like make you like an evil, like canceled, oh, sinister person. But it's just like, no, it's so, so such a lazy yeah. train of thought for yeah. me. And I'm just like, you guys just like, this is less about the other person and more of just like an enjoyment to like express your own like self-hatred. Yeah. There's a, I think, Society loves being extreme mm-hmm. nowadays. Yeah. Everything is taken to the highest extent it possibly could. You make one mistake in the public eye, you're a, you're a fucking villain and a terrible person. Yeah. And but you, you're like a bigot and like you deserve nothing in this world. Yeah. And it's like, but it's like, and the people that, and it's like some mistakes, yeah, you should take accountability mm-hmm. for them. I myself, you know, like, it's like, you deserve certain things and mm-hmm. certain consequences. That's what comes with having mistakes and making mistakes. Yeah. But it that, like that makes you more human, not less of a yeah. human. And I feel like a lot of people forget that. Like we, everyone lives life the same yeah. as anyone else does. And like, no matter if people have different struggles and they have different like upbringings and like, like some are less fortunate than like others. Like we still carry very strong, uh traumas like shit happens to everyone mm-hmm. like even if it's not the same or not as intense like in everyone's life like yeah. everyone goes through fucked up shit that's yeah. a part of life and i feel like a lot of people forget that yeah. and i think it just becomes like a selfish thing like it, you know it's like a everyone thinks like me 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 and like you mm-hmm. know my life's so bad and all this stuff and they kind of forget to like start like realizing and putting like people don't put themselves in other people's shoes anymore mm-hmm. like i think that there's a lot of lack of like compassion for others yeah um or no one wants to take the time to understand no at all and no. i think that's like the big thing like they just jump to the gun yeah and they're like or you know because that's easier like that's easier easier it takes it requires less intelligence to jump to the gun so because of that fact and that fact Mm -hmm. alone most people will do that and it will take like people who have a little bit more of a deeper understanding of the world to go like maybe there's more to this and also too it's like more you think like it's more entertainment and more thrilling and exciting if someone's an evil person compared to oh like they actually made a mistake yeah like they're just like us yeah you know um so yeah man i think people have a hard time like seeing themselves too like they look they'll leave a hate comment and they don't they still or like they do bad things in their life people have a tendency like it's actually like human behavior to look at themselves as better than they are oh they like kind of neglect their shadow of themselves 100 percent. so people do that people like will be so nasty and so Mm -hmm. cruel in their life or like bully Haley bieber for like two weeks straight or whatever it is but still look at themselves as like total just human beings because that's how we're wired we literally have a hard time seeing ourselves as non-moral even when you're not but it's something to take into consideration like the and and people bullying and and 
whatever like like this is it's just a plot or like being a really insane like social justice warrior in like a vicious way mm-hmm. i'm like these are all just ways in which your shadow like the bad parts about you has a platform that you feel justified about but it's actually exactly. the worst parts about you that's uh-huh. coming out like this isn't this isn't healthy yeah but it's like disguised in all of these things of like i'm defending selena gomez is one one way and like billions of ways this, this can come out or it's like i'm defending my political party and it's just like interesting to me yeah. i'm just like it, people don't see themselves truthfully and that will never change either so yeah they're very like unaware with like totally. their own actions I, I, I hope to believe that everyone grows out of it in yeah. their own time but we can it's pray. Not, it's like, not it's the like case. Like yeah, it's like I pray, I pray for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. um, it would just, it would make life so much easier yeah. and, like, full of, like, so much more love if, like, they just, like, could chill. I'm, like, at a you point know? where I'm, like, just accepting it. I'm, like, they'll never change. Oh, yeah. Only a fraction of these people even uh, care about self-growth, even care about, like, change like and no, like yeah. truly and like and those people might not even change the ones that mm. care so it's like it, at, at this point it's like i've just looked at it i'm like most people will never understand and like they'll never 100%. try to understand and they'll be like this forever and they'll always believe the headlines and that's just life like it's it's like the masses of the world will always stay the same in a sense mm-hmm. you know no yeah and yeah it's so fucking true i don't know I fucking I fucking hate it, and I think that you'd have to get to a point where, uh, you 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 know like you have mm-hmm. to accept accept it and like <laughs> not care, and then just be like, as long as I'm being a good person, yeah, and I'm content with the decisions I'm making and the person who I am, and I have peace in my life. That's all that matters, and like I'm I'm doing good, you know. Yeah, you just accept that. Not everyone is at that point. Yet yeah, in life. Yeah, if they ever get there. Yeah. I'm so cynical. I'm just like, it's not going to fucking happen. But, like, it's honestly, like, it's kind of it is. It is not guaranteed. No. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just really not. Like, some people are just, like, born shitty, die shitty. That's true, for sure. But, yeah. Do, well, maybe some people aren't born shitty. Because even, like, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer was, like, born just, like, a sociopath. But he wasn't shitty yet, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't think any child is capable of really having evil evil or hatred i I think actually yeah but like if you just like look at kids like i feel like when we're we first like are born like they're full of like such purity and like innocence and And authenticity as well yes and like you see like how much like they love life and they're so excited and they're so genuine you know yeah um and i feel like you know as yeah like you're right like as like you uh grow in life and you have like experiences like that's like what knocks like your spirit down yeah um i wonder like if if it's possible like i actually don't know like to be born bad you know who knows yeah unless it was like a devil child i don't know that's like a thing yeah like i wonder like because i guess like sociopathic would be like the worst like psychopathic Mm -hmm. would be like the worst thing you could be right i think that i think that the kids that I think that if you could be born bad, I think it's just, like, born with, like, a severe mental health issue. Precisely, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which would be, like, psychopath, right? Yeah, or, like, those that have, like, very severe, born with, like, very severe, like, anger issues or, like, 
ADHD. Like rage, even. yeah. It's like, you know, very impulsive and Damn. yeah. That would suck to be born with anger. Like no, no one's even fucked you over yet and you're just fucking I know. mad. <laughs> I know. I've honestly come across a lot of like 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 youngins, like just like kids mm-hmm. that were just like like hitting the walls and like yeah. running around like I'm gonna kill you and I'm like <laughs> what are you watching at home like, no literally what were you like like because I I was an angry kid honest to god like I was like so I like <laughs> seriously so you were one of those no yeah I like I, I had every emotion I like displayed all of them so but like I wasn't like terrible but I was like definitely bad like a bad kid mm-hmm. what like what was like your kind of vibe oh I was I, I don't know. My parents told me that I was an angel until <laughs> my nice. anxiety started to play. I had anxiety from a really young age, and I would have, like, meltdowns. Mm-hmm. I think I was just, like, a drama queen. Anxiety um, over what? Like um, The littlest things. Like, I would get attached. I had weird attachment issues to either, like, a like stuffed animal or a blanket or a dress that mm-hmm. was in, like, the dress-up, um, like, the dress the dress up like chest in like my 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 preschool like you would have like a <laughs> dress up specific, time or like, yeah. like you know like a play time and then there's like a dress up like area and I got attached to this dress where I would literally fight girls for I yeah. guess and it got to the point where my teachers had to set me home with the dress like they gave me the dress they're mm-hmm. like have it yeah and I like wouldn't take it off I wouldn't let my parents wash it it was like what did it da- look like um it was like a like a white like princess dress. Okay. Yeah, and my um <laughs> my parents told me this one story where I was young and it was like 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 sixty five outside and mm-hmm. I wanted to wear this full on winter coat when I was like seven mm-hmm. and I would not take it off and they were like you have to take it off like it's too hot and I would not take it off I refused I was screaming kicking crying. I, who gets attached over a coat mm-hmm. at like seven? Like it was just so random. Um, and I like, it got to the point when I ripped the buttons off of it and I like had a full meltdown. But yeah, I was like one of those kids where like I would either get triggered from like, att- I had like attachment issues. Would you say like needy? Were you like a needy kid? Like needed more attention? I feel like I was, I feel like I've always been very independent. Mm-hmm. And my parents also like, like, a lot of my family and even, like, the people that I'm around today, like, I, they feel like I'm, like, an old soul. And I talked to my mom and she was just, like, I was able to talk really early and I could, like, sit and have, like, full-on conversations with adults at, like, the mm-hmm. youngest age. And um, I was just, like, very, like, wise and mature, like, mm-hmm. as a kid. Like, I would, yeah, like, she was, like, you're, like, four, like, walking around and, like, talking and like being able to like look adults in the eyes and handle an adult conversation is just like odd you know Mm -hmm. um and I think that I've spent more times with adults than kids Mm -hmm. I don't think that I like you know really was fond of like have like I didn't have I don't think I remember like having many friends and hanging out with kids you know but like compared to my brother like I watched him grow up and he's a full-on like like boy like he's like a child you know like he has friends over all the time he plays video games all that stuff like I I wasn't like that growing up Mm -hmm. um which is like really weird but then I yeah I would have like random like meltdowns it kind of reminds me of Matilda like just like all her friends were low-key it's just like weird (laughs) like yeah yeah my mom was just like yeah she was like I don't know like what you were as a kid but like you were like yeah 
she thought I was like like I've been here for like Mm -hmm. a while I think like when you're um like able to talk to adults at a young age I think it's like a spiritual thing like I think it's just like Mm -hmm. some people are more tapped into their unconscious than others yeah have you um have you ever looked in uh two life path numbers no I I've heard like some stuff about it like I remember Mm -hmm. my friend was really into like th- like three 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 or whatever like she mm-hmm. like th- like double threes and like that was like our dad's like old house and she was like so like this means something yeah. like and I like that's the only thing I know about it yeah so like yeah because I'm I see angel numbers all the time mm-hmm. all the time but um and I think astrology and zodiac signs and like uh your moon phase when you were born and like all that stuff and how like this you know just the way that the stars align perfectly i think is so interesting mm-hmm. and it honestly makes so much sense mm-hmm. um and it, it gives you a lot of clarity on your life and comfort but i discovered this thing a few years ago maybe like a year ago i don't know uh called life path numbers and it's kind of revolved around the idea of reincarnation and you have, you have like nine lives, you know, uh, and each life path that you have is it's each lesson that your life uh, consists of, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, you have to like keep going and uh, learn all of these lessons and in every life. And once you do, and even some like if you don't really learn the lesson or you know all that stuff, then you repeat it until you do, and that's kind of like what that is. Um, but mine coincidentally is life path number nine, and mm-hmm. so I'm basically on my last life. Wait, how do you know? Like, how can you tell that kind you of calculate? stuff? You calculate. It's very interesting. So my birthday, for example, is, is August six, two thousand two, mm-hmm. and so you take the number. So it's eight six. Uh, 2002 and you add each number individually so you would add like the eight and the six and the two and the two is this like numerology kind of in a way yeah okay Uh uh-huh and so uh I get um I think I get 18 when I yeah I think I get 18 when I have that uh when you add all those up and then you keep adding until you get one number and so if i i had 18 mm-hmm. and then i add the one and the eight and then i get nine okay um and then there's also different like rare like varieties of like say if like you're a life path two you can also be a life path two slash life path 11 so like mm-hmm. you're a life path two but you have but if you're the 11 version of life path two like um like you have different character traits and uh like attributes attributes and like a life uh yeah like life desire than like mm-hmm. you know uh, like the traditional life path too so it's it's very like interesting but um there's a lot of like musicians that are life path nines that i looked into that i look up to mm-hmm. and it's like insane and it's also all about like my life path is all about like trying to like help the world and Mm -hmm. like do good and like you're very like nurturing and like wise and you try to share your intelligence I guess from like your past lives that you've you know all the wisdom that you've got gathered from being here and uh using it for good and I think it's just like really crazy um Mm -hmm. to think about honestly like you read things and it makes like a lot of sense and Mm -hmm. like you struggle like by life path number specifically struggles with a lot of like family trauma and childhood trauma 
in the beginning in order to like that's like the one thing that's like really like big and um just like relationship struggles is like you know learning how um to properly love people and to be loved by people um right yeah so it's just like really crazy because like you look in that stuff and it's like wow like it almost makes seems like everything was happened like meant to happen for a reason um if this is like my ninth life and i read Mm -hmm. it and it's like everything that is destined to happen to people that are life path number nine has happened to me and i acquire these like character traits and personality things like it's very interesting it's very i think it's honestly more in depth than um your like zodiac or Mm -hmm. any of that is it like a a, like a one or the other situation that you can believe in or can you believe in both simultaneously oh yeah i believe in everything Mm -hmm. you know i believe in universe i believe in i think it numerology i think is a lot of people don't understand it or don't like see it like as big as it is Mm -hmm. you know like it's so important and it's so beyond um like meaningful um numbers have a meaning like for everything um and i just think like you know how the stars align itself and like you just like look at the the calendar like it's just like each birthday is gonna like you know it just adds up to like the same number like everything just like co like correlates to one another and i just think it's like really interesting because i think it also makes you feel like you have purpose Mm -hmm. and that there's more meaning behind to all the bad things that happened because i think that's one way that like really helps you get through a lot of stuff is to almost accept it and to find a good way to look at it you Mm -hmm. know as awful as it is yeah no it does come down to perspective like in terms of I, I like it's interesting because like I hear you speak on like what you like your beliefs and mm-hmm. and like how it's helped you and it's like honestly like inspiring me I'm like I need <laughs> to believe in fucking something like probably it's because it helps you and it helps people mm-hmm. like that's the whole point of like religion and spirituality and like astrology and numerology. Yeah. it's like comfort at the end of the day it's you know huge comfort and um it's just nice to feel guided you know yeah yeah I'm so cynical dude I like I don't know if I can do it like seriously I'm just like there's no proof like I'll just I can't I'm not even gonna go in that tangent in my head but I I respect everyone's beliefs I mm-hmm. and I don't I don't think mine is the right one either I just mm-hmm. can't help it like I don't no, I don't think just, this is it's right your nature, like, you yeah. know um but yeah I mean everyone like believes in whatever in is something like, right yeah. to them yeah you know and I feel like my belief system has like recently changed and helped like change my life for the better and so that's why I'm like so into it and I think like yeah like I wake up and I I wake up really early I meditate I I literally meditate every day I could sit in mm-hmm. meditation for hours I work um make songs um I am able to choose the energy and the people that come around to me um, cause I'm like protecting myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep to myself. I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I'm like fully sober now. Um, yeah, I don't party. I don't like, you know, I don't yeah. care to. And I'm so like content. Yeah. I've never felt that before, but mm-hmm. it's like a crazy like mind shift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in like, th- like fate and shit like that? hundred mm-hmm. percent. 
Like yeah. it's written for you and you're just on the path. And oh, interesting. I like that. Or I think, but also everyone kind of has, I feel like everyone is destined for something in their life. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I feel like, because spiritually, like if you really look into it, like you, your soul like signs like a life contract and like, you know, already knows all this stuff. So I, or I feel like it's like, destined for you and that fate is a thing you know everything works mysteriously how Mm -hmm. it's supposed to like there's right place and right time thing and like you are you meet people for a reason Mm -hmm. you know and the people that come to your life are for a reason like I I believe that to my core um but I also know that you also can you have you have the power to you know choose your own fate Mm -hmm. and like because you can take the power the wrong path if you want you know everyone has the choices I think that's why it's like when it's like that whole thing about like being like very spiritually in tuned and like knowing like subconsciously like the right decisions to make in order to get where you mm-hmm. are supposed to be you know but a lot of people are could like you know don't have mental clarity or like very influenced and uh mentally like fogged up and or just just have like just make poor decisions like I've made poor decisions Mm -hmm. you know and it could lead you somewhere else um but I I do I do like there's a purpose for everyone Mm -hmm. in like in this world do you feel like you avoid or you don't I feel like you don't avoid things almost I feel like you like allow things to like affect you Uh, I I protect myself Mm -hmm. um but I also go with the flow. Mm-hmm. I think I've learned to surrender. Yeah. And that's like the biggest thing. Whatever happens, happens. And I've learned that it happens for a reason. Yeah. Even the worst things in my life that have like literally made me feel like I wanted to die. Yeah. At the end of it, I feel like it's changed me significantly. Mm-hmm. And so I've just kind of like understood that to the point where I'm like, you know, it's the whole thing you have to believe like the universe yeah. has a plan for you god has a plan for you and uh, there's a lot of things that are out of your control and i feel like that helped my anxiety so much because i stopped worrying about everything i stopped to like want to control everything in life yeah it's like hearing you speak it it sounds like um to me like like a deeply sensitive girl that like just <laughs> let like things like fuck her up to Mm -hmm. a better place like genuinely and I like that because like people can like avoid you know or like avoid getting hurt or whatever it is and it doesn't benefit them at the end of the day like it's actually like it's served you Uh you have to learn the hard way yeah that's all about life it's lessons and the thing is what's interesting is that if you don't let yourself hit rock bottom and you don't let yourself feel it or actually go through these things it's gonna keep happening until you learn like until Until you you break down yeah yeah until you break down into like you do because it's supposed to happen like that's what growth is about yeah and so um but yeah it's like it's really all about accepting everything in life it's true which is the hardest thing yeah no one wants to do that no it's the worst thing ever yeah, it's no accepting one wants to things do it. yeah it's so hard but um and obviously like I feel like it's a lot easier for me because of the life that I have mm-hmm. I'm a lot fortunate enough to be grateful for things like that 
Mm -hmm. and to be able to surrender and be okay with surrendering because of the life that I have. Yeah. Um, And because I know God, like, God forbid, like, if I was still where I was uh, back home, like, in New Jersey, and, you know, I this wasn't my life now, and I wasn't able to, like, do anything that I dreamt of doing, like, I would never, ever be able to understand that. You know, I would never be able to understand that everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. and that, like, I, it's good to surrender because it would have made no sense to me. But, I like, I have lived and experienced shitty fucking things in my life changed me for the better and everything slowly coming the way that I have dreamt it to. You know, it's just like... It's really crazy, and so I feel like that's why it's, like, so easy and lucky for me to, like, believe in that way. Because, mm-hmm. like, right now I'm so fortunate and I'm so blessed. But, yeah. yeah. I guess, like, it's, like, the good faith has been, like, because that's, like, good. Like, you can believe in God when it's, like, when you've been rewarded almost. When, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, when you have, like, it's, like, that's my proof for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because, like, I look back and, like, everything that I've prayed about, when it was meant to happen for me and I was ready for it has come true, Mm -hmm. you know, and he has like given that to me. And I do feel like I have been gifted in so many ways and I feel so lucky for it. And I think that also gives me a lot more responsibility to do good with it, you know? Yeah. And to continue to be a good person because I, yeah, I like, there's a lot of times where I feel like I don't deserve a lot of the things that have happened to me or I can't really process or understand how um I've you know had everything that I do or you know how I got blessed with so many opportunities and it you know I don't know why yeah I was able to actually like live my dream mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but yeah yeah that's so sweet I y- love you know, that it's just like it's yeah. comforting because that you know it's yeah. It's for me. But, yeah. yeah. I love that, like, you're, like, living your dream. Like, that's sick. That's yeah. fucking rad. And, yeah. And, like, it's it's nice to be excited yeah. about life. Yeah. You know? Um, I felt like I held a lot of fear about the future, but now I'm just, like, excited. And I, mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool to do something that, you know, I always wanted to. Yeah. Is the, like, the touring, like, consequence of your, like, album that came out a couple months ago like is that that's what you're touring right yeah and people really like that yeah and I also um yeah I play yeah there's two new ones that I play that are off um my new project okay um on tour and it's like really fun to do yeah I go to Europe soon and I've never been to Europe you've never been never damn where are you going which parts um I think we're going to London, Paris. <laughs> Amsterdam's gonna be crazy. Okay, yeah, Germany, London, Paris, Amsterdam. Okay. And yeah, I've never been. Mm-hmm. But I'm like so beyond excited. Oh my god. I always wanted to go to like yeah. Paris, see the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Like just like <laughs> those like random things. Eat the food. Mm-hmm. Like but it's it's really cool that I get to go for the first time, like, doing something that I love, you know? It's, like, exciting. Yeah, no, that is very exciting. 
Yeah. It's beautiful. What, <laughs> what time are we at also? We've been talking for so okay. long. Is there like a topic you wanted to talk about before you came? Dude, I, I forgot to hit, ask like, at the beginning. I no, we, we hit so we, much we, shit that I was, I was not expecting to talk about. Like what stuff? Like we don't, like, we can also take out whatever. No, okay. no, no. I'm like, I'm oh, so open about everything. I thought we had so many like deep mm-hmm. and like interesting like conversations and I, I live for that stuff. Mm. Yay. You know, so, <laughs> like not, a, you know, I never yeah. get to do like a podcast and like yeah. talk to people about like spirituality stuff. Yeah. It was crazy. Oh, I love that. I what love do you, what do you mostly talk about with, on podcasts? Like, like music and like sense. music, yeah. mental health. Mm hmm. Yeah, music and mental health. Um, no, I loved this discussion. Like, I was oh, yeah. It was just... It's like real, you know? Yeah. And it's not about, like... It wasn't about, like, drama. Everyone likes to ask mm-hmm. me about, like, drama. And I, I love that. I don't even... Yeah. Yeah. I, have no, I don't know, like, what they drama know. there is. Yeah, like... No! No, but I love that. Like, she's, like, one of the first person that I, like, talk to. And, like, I don't get asked about, like, my ex-relationships and my mm-hmm. past relationships. Because I'm, like, oh, my God. Here we go again. But this yeah. was, like, an actual, like, meaningful conversation. Good. I loved I'm it. Glad. I'm glad. Hell, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could, t- we could like, talk about another subject or we can end it here. What do you... Whatever you feel what, like. Is there something you want to talk about? I should have asked at the beginning. I didn't. Um, if you want to talk about American Jesus at all. Cause what is that? Oh. Oh, am, yeah. Well, let's talk about it. I am coming yeah. out. Yeah, a new song, okay. Jesus. Yeah. Where did the title come from? Like, Oh, my God. So <laughs> I love, like, I think, like, the top to, like, use words in my songs, like, me and my producer make a joke about it, is, like, kill, die, cry, <laughs> God, Jesus. Yeah. Like, those are the words that I use yeah. most. I wanted to write a love song that was very interesting, and it's, like, kind of, like, falling in love with, like, your bad boy, like, modern like american jesus like mm-hmm. in like today's society it also had to do with uh just the overall feeling of because with people that have bpd mm-hmm. there's a thing called like your favorite person and i think when you first like fall in love with someone and you over like romanticize them as a person and you idolize them and you obsess over them and like they're like you like give them a god complex Mm -hmm. and i think like that's like what the whole song was kind of like meaning you know like i think it's absolutely absurd to compare someone that you are falling in love with to jesus yeah but i think it's very interesting and i also like writing about you know weird and odd things that usually aren't like said and i um, I think it's kind of fun to be a little cryptic, mm-hmm. you know? No, I agree. <laughs> what's like the, t- like, what's like the tone of the song besides like the meaning of the title? Oh my God. Um, is it like something you like dance to? Like, is it something that honestly, makes you feel cool? It's giving me like top down in like a car, okay. like driving. Mm-hmm. It's very like free and like fun and like youthful. And I love it. The music video is absolutely amazing. Probably oh, did my, you film it already? My best music video ever. And mm-hmm. I used a love interest. Okay. Like, I, like, act, like where I actually had to be in love with this person for mm-hmm. this video. And, like, touch them and, like, act. Yeah. I had no idea that I could do it, but I fucking did. And there's a lot of moments where I was like, oh, my God. Like, this feels too real right now. Was he like, attractive, I, at least? Like... 
Oh no, he's, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. Like so sweet, so chill. Like it was the most fun I had in a music video ever. And it's also I noticed that it's honestly really nice uh, and gives you a lot more confidence to be doing being in front of the camera with someone else. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, it was just so nice and it was just a new experience for me. But my probably my favorite music video I've ever done. It was unreal. Like it's it looks like a Western like Mm -hmm. love story like movie. Like, yeah, I'm like so excited. Did it say, like, the end at the end kind of thing? Like, that's what I think of with Wesley. Low-key, that's actually a great idea, but, yeah. I don't know. There's actually a really cool, like, Easter egg or, like, a weird, like, cliffhanger moment. I'll probably say to be continued. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Yeah. but there's, like, a cool... It's, like, it's very storytelling, and that's how I love my, my... music videos the most is like you know to actually tell a story and to be very visual because i'm an insanely visual person yeah and so it's like really weird but like when i'm like writing my songs and i'm recording them like i see mm-hmm. like what the song is yeah. you know and um it's just so amazing to see it come to life but i'm so excited i think people are gonna like it i think people are gonna think it's like really weird to see me with a guy mm-hmm. like that but kind of cool <laughs> did you cast for him like i remember my friend did a music video and she had like a full casting and i went yeah. it was like she literally it was like american idol like she had like a whole lineup of guys <laughs> and i was like this is insane no did yeah it one? was uh the whole thing was really last minute and thank god like we had a few people that ended up uh you know that didn't like fall through um and it was just like so last minute but like him and his team like responded like the night before mm-hmm and we're like, you gotta be on set at like seven thirty. Yeah. But Nessa did like selection. I did. Sent, like two months prior. I sent a list. Were people. they like models? Were they people you knew? I went. What's that like website where you can like look up like actors and? IMDb. Yeah, oh, IMDb. I, I was, oh, okay. Yeah, I was on. I was on IMDb and I was looking up like people by their age because mm-hmm. I didn't want to like it to be like, like a you 16 know, sixteen year old. Yeah, like <laughs> sixteen or like a fucking like forty two year old or yeah. anything like that. Uh, so I was looking at people by their age and I was like scrolling through lists for so long and getting writing down any possible names that I think could be cool. Yeah. And he was on he was on it. Yeah. Was and he just like a random dude? Yeah, he's um he is he's doesn't he mo- he's a model and he's he's a model and actor. Mm-hmm. He was okay. an insanely amazing actor. I was like, Oh my god, like I'm not used to this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like yeah. he was like really so professional knows exactly what he was doing uh cool vibe and he actually happened to fit the description of the song because mm-hmm. i say in the song that he has like long like brown hair i mean his hair was kind of black and then and green eyes like he has green mm-hmm. eyes in the song and he had like bright green eyes and yeah. i was like this is really crazy because i didn't even think i could get anyone that yeah. had green eyes i didn't even realize when i picked him but yeah oh yeah i love yeah. that well i'm excited to see it when does it come out the music video uh Oh, April 28th. After the song. Your song comes out first, right? Or are they coming simultaneously? It's the same day, right? Okay. Same day. A- Thank April God. I want it to be a moment. When April, was it? April 28th. April 28th, okay. Wait. Okay, no, no. It's, it's, we're in April right now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually coming out. It's coming up in like two weeks. Three weeks. Okay, okay, three weeks. Never mind. Sex, but yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. 
Well, what's it what's it called? American Jesus, stream American Jesus. Yeah. Stream it slay. <laughs> Nessa, thank you so oh, much for you. coming on my podcast. You are adorable oh, and very you. sweet and open and I loved it. Oh yeah. I loved it too. It was great. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Things, you know, so it was like really interesting. I loved it. Oh my god, this is great. <laughs>